trying to nurse back to it's gonna make so, it i hope so. i felt bad for her though her little mm-hmm. eyes were shut yeah she's gonna make it just a little stressed out well yeah if you were carried around <laughs> a big old kitty's mouth you'd be stressed out That's too a bro starling she's cute as a button cute but it's been in and out of the house for two days now nick puts it back up by the nest well, he made a little box for it up on the pole mm-hmm. because he can't get it in the nest. The nest is literally on the side of the house because mm. they make those spit nests or whatever. <laughs> I guess nest. that's what they are. Yeah. You know, those muddy ones. And so he, but he's like, I can't put it back in the nest. So he made a little box and he put it up on the pole and put it in there. But now it's kind of learning to fly. So Does keeps, the mom come to Yeah, it oh, keeps okay. swooping. And then when Nick's up there, they swoop, the parents swoop at him. And he was feeding worms yesterday and drops of water, was eating. But now it's trying to fly. So it jumps out of there onto the ground. And then the cat gets it again. Damn it, And we don't let her out, but then she winds her You're doing her, she's doing her instinct, (laughs) but at what cost? Yeah. Well, that one day we start climb up the side of the neighbor's house and take the net bird out of the nest. If it wasn't her, right it would have been a rat snake. Yeah, right in front of us. Speaking of snake, we I had one scared the shit out of me today. Like, I'm not scared of them anymore, but it's just when you see them and you're like, oh, hi, and it's like, mm-hmm. big. those fucking black racers are big bitches. They're big. Mm-hmm. I've named the ones at that community Ethel <laughs> and Earl. It was Ethel. She ain't even as big as Earl. <laughs> But I told the people that lived there, yeah. I named it. He looked at me like, I'm like, I name everything. Mm-hmm. Get over it. Yeah. We got to name the Starling. Yeah. Lil Peep. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Lil Peep. Okay. Cat food. <laughs> what do you want to call my, it? Friskies? My, my cousins did have a parakeet when they were little, and it was named Cat Food. <laughs> that's, that's kind of funny, actually. It was yeah. Uh-huh. We're gonna name it Friskies then. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> we don't even know if it's boy or girl, so. Yeah, Friskies is gender yeah, neutral. Gender neutral, so. Because you know we have to worry about that these days. <laughs> yeah, we we don't do. want to offend the starling. No, we don't want to offend that little starling. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's what's happening around here. Yeah. Let's see. We're almost to Leo season, which we are ready. For. When you hear this, it'll You'll be Leo know. season. Yeah, and it's. One day closer to our birthday. 23rd of July. Mm-hmm. Yes. Today is the 20th. First. Is it the 21st? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what day yeah, it's it is. Yes, the 21st. So in two days, we begin. Mm-hmm. I was telling Patty that she's like, oh, Jesus. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, it's almost my season, babe. She doesn't say that. No one else says that. 
Except Nobody. Leo's. No, no one Nobody else cares. Nobody cares. cares. That's right. Yeah, we care. Every single friend I have that's a Leo, mm-hmm. we're all like, do, 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 count down the days. It's coming. <laughs> and it's our time. Yep, it's our time. And, and I wonder as if it isn't our time every day. I mean, but whatever. right. We just have a good excuse for it because it's our time. It's our time. It's always my time, but you know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh my God, we've lost it. Yeah. So you wanted to talk about uh, the space race? <laughs> Dildos in space. Dildos in space. That's what I was doing yesterday when we were watching it. I was like, "That's what it is." It Can you have given me that money? Look like a, a pocket rocket. Yeah. So we're talking about Jeff Bezos going to space. Not Richard Branson last week. His his was fine. Jeff Bezos looked like a a dildo. And why did they fun. have? Different, magic wand different fucking space things because they build them themselves i mean they build it with their company they build different prototypes now the one that richard branson is planning on doing his version air his idea is like it's gonna be the next airplane like you can get to australia in two hours instead of nine right you know it's gonna be a mode of transportation to get you faster Makes places. sense. So a that's little more. more. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is just goes straight up and down. It doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> so, you know, that's more of like a hot air balloon ride, kind of, you know. You don't go anywhere. Then how long was he in space? Like for three minutes or something. So it was I, 11 minutes total from launch to landing. And he spent millions of dollars yeah. for this. What was cool was, one, it was on the anniversary of Apollo 11. That he went up. Okay. So I thought that was cool. He took the oldest person in space, that the NASA the NASA lady. Okay. She used to work for NASA, and was she one of the hidden figures, lady? I don't know. Oh, she okay. wasn't. But anyway, she used to work for NASA. She was eighty-two, and it's always been her dream to go to space. So he took her, and then he took the youngest kid, was eighteen. That's the kid that won the lottery drawing. Okay. So I mean, and his brother. So, I mean, that was cool. Richard Branson didn't take anybody significant with him except his own people. So, I mean, the old, the older lady going, she was 82, spent her dream to be in space. She wasn't training to be an astronaut for NASA in the, you know, in the 80s. So, that was cool. Okay, that's cool, but not redeemable. <laughs> not redeemable. Not redeemable. <laughs> not for the $23 million no. it costs or Well, whatever. we paid for that. Well, our anybody, yeah, everybody that fucking buys from Amazon done paid for that penis looking rocket. Good job, people. We did that shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like you have the money. You can do what you want with it. Okay. Yes, I agree. And I know that these people do give to charitable things yeah, they also. Give so much money away. But why is that something you're going to spend Millions of dollars on so make a building lifetime opportunity for three minutes. Not many people can go to space. Why? I don't know. It's not like I guess it's because it's not a dream of mine to go to space. I don't give a fuck about it. (laughs) Aliens are walking among us. Okay, that's what I do know. Because last week the aliens were supposed to come. Well, they were. Yeah, on the 18th, aliens were supposed to fucking oh. come down. Well, the one day Nick was coming home from cleaning the cabin, and there was mm-hmm. a bunch of people at the AJ's three-way here on the corner standing outside of their cars in the parking lot. Looking for the aliens? They saw a spaceship, they said. 
That's AJ's three-way. It's, <laughs> it's a, a fucking crackhead bar. bar. So Nick came home and he's like, there's a bunch of people that said they saw a UFO. It was a drone, bitch. Okay. But then that same, so then Nick went online to see if anybody had posted it. And just within th- three minutes of him coming, mm-hmm. a video from Japan was out. A video from Australia was out that was uploaded at that same time. Mm-hmm. From like four different countries were all uploaded at that same time. So it's possible that they all saw the same How do you thing. feel about that? I don't know. Yeah, it was in front of the bar. I don't know that that's necessary. Do you think they're going to choose Cosby, Tennessee well, to fly over? In the sky. They just fly everywhere. They're looking all over the place. Are they going to bring snacks is what <laughs> I want to know. Bring me some alien-ass <laughs> snacks. Then it could come down. But I believe that I've been a fan of X-Files as long yeah. as it's been out. They're already here, bitch. Yeah, they probably are. They're like, already fucking in here. They're yep. just in human form. And then there's a cat running around with a universe on his collar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hello. And a, and a pug that's really an alien. Yeah, and has a really cold voice. <laughs> Sounds like an 83-year-old woman. And they woman. just zap you to forget your memories right. of being probed in the anus. <laughs> I, I don't think I could forget that. If that was me, but I don't know. They did, they're supposed to come. They I don't know what happened. I mean, I maybe that's see. what was in my woods. Yeah, peep, not peep, the peep Appalachian ghost. The Appalachian ghost, or an alien, or a baby owl. It could have been one of the three. It might have been a baby owl. Flip a coin. I don't know what it was. Oh, she heard this noise in her yard, so she's out there thinking it's the apple. At midnight. Ghost. And this is Robin. How many drinks are we talking before this happened? I said two. Yeah. Because usually about 1130 is when you start weirdly texting me about things. And I'm like, probably. she's probably four drinks in now. No, yeah. really do I even drink four drinks before falling asleep. Usually three is my tap. And then I crash. about the time. Because it's like. Usually about like 10, 10 30, you don't text me any, and then it's kind of like, but then like an hour goes by and suddenly it was like four different texts, and I'm like, oh, she's getting drunk. <laughs> so here she goes yeah. with her weird things. That she's I'm getting. damn predictable. I don't know what to tell you when it comes up. And then I'm like, oh, there she goes. Crazy meme sending. Appalachian ghosts yeah. in her woods. Dogs. <laughs> or possibly, you know, owls. <laughs> Well, it wasn't the bees they in my ears. Yeah. <laughs> the dogs were very, very, very curious, too. And then they ended up being wild. Mm-hmm. They lost their shit. Well, yeah. At I mean, midnight. I hear noises outside. I know. Even when I brought them inside, though, they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, we are going to bed because I can't fucking sure deal with it. Are you sure it was a Sasquatch? No. It was something like. It was some sort of animal slash the Appalachian ghost. Appalachian. <laughs> I gotta start saying it like Appalachian because I live here now. Yeah. I can't call it Appalachian. I'm still I We're not allowed. Well, I'm gonna I'm still allowed. say cop. Yeah, I'm allowed. But I'm gonna have to start saying Appalachian. <laughs> so, so we went to the Goodwill today and we bought this record. Uh, Sounds Uncle, of the Appalachian Forest. Yeah, it's Appalachian Uncle, Uncle Dave Macon's Dixie something. Anyways, it's a dollar. Like, this is a find, you know, because the names of the songs are, like, hilarious. One about ham, and there's one about gravy. Anyways, we get to the counter, and I bring, I put it up there, and the lady at the Goodwill is, like, 80 years old. 
you know, she's so And they're old. never that friendly no. in there. And either. she's like, Uncle Dave Bacon, I haven't heard that in years. <laughs> she knew who it was. <laughs> He must and my be a mom and I are laughing like we thought it was a, we bought it for a joke for Nick to play out on the porch, you know, because right? he likes to play all that crazy music. And we thought it was funny. And um, <laughs> yeah, she's like, was I she offended? Heard that in years. Oh, I used to listen to that all the time. Did you ask her? Did she like the song Gravy? Because I would. <laughs> What's your favorite song? It's red, Ma'am? red something. Red Eye Gravy. Red. Do you yeah. know what red-eyed gravy I is? I do, but that's not the name of the song. It's called Red Something Men Gravy. I don't remember, but anyways, there's a lot of weird songs on there, so. Can't wait to hear it on <laughs> Exactly. But she knew who it was, so that was funny. Well, well, then we looked him up, so then we got home, and I looked it up, and he's he's from, he's he used to play at the Grand Ole Opry all the time. Oh, that's pretty cool. In the 50s and 60s. He's actually from Murfreesboro, Tennessee, okay. so it is kind of a local person, but right. he's got, like, tons of records out in his in the Bluegrass Hall of Fame or whatever they have. Have you ever heard of Pat Daly? Mm-mm. Exactly, because he's local to where I'm from. <laughs> Same yeah. story. Yeah, Do you guys have, like, some kind of folky kind of guy? Or... Bob Dylan's from Minnesota. Yeah, but someone lower Prince on the totem pole. He's from Minnesota. But... Like, just someone local that just played the local bars and yeah, festivals. And I'm sure there is some. Well, there's Story Hill, which Dick and I like, and they're kind of a local band. Okay. They don't really do a lot outside of Minnesota. Yeah, I've never heard of them, so we're going to go here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways... They're not like old time either, like from like the nineties, but so that was that. So we have I was digging around in my attic today looking for some some items and I found my old my box of old work stuff. And I found this quiz, this personality quiz that we had to do one time at work for a team building team building exercise. So I thought, oh, that'll be fun for us to do. So before we started, we took the quiz. I didn't because I didn't feel my answers really changed. But right. basically like personality questions and then you translate that into a color. So either you can be blue, orange, green, or gold. So <clears throat> we took we each took it yep. and we Surprisingly, got different answers. But we knew we were going to have different. Well, answers. I thought you'd be closer to me then, but it's okay. Well, so, of course, I'm not. You're most of these things, <laughs> and I'm maybe like one or two. Yeah. And I'm most of these things, and you're maybe like one or two. So. Yeah. So we are the yin and the yang. We are. So we got. So I got gold, and you got blue. Blue. So the gold. I'll just tell you what gold. Gold is well organized. Developed social skills, dependable perfectionist about procedures. And yes, that's true. If it's not, I used to say at my old job, if it's not in the manual, then it doesn't, then it's not, you know, that's not an answer. <laughs> How the hell did I we mean, ever like, work together? If it, look in the manual. People ask me dumb questions. Is it look in the manual? If you can't find the answer, then figure it out. Um, Detail-oriented, steadiness, values, tradition, and loyalty, conservative and stable, strives for a sense of security, strong belief in policies, procedures, and rules. If it's not in the manual. (laughs) Exactly. Performs in a consistent, predictable manner, creates a stable work environment, supportive, is important to always be prepared, likes to organize, service-oriented, helpful, and trustworthy, shoulds and should nots, 
values, order, and status quo. So did you see the back? Because I just so looked at the, the back, back of mine. Yeah, so then the back it says. Let's hear the one that, of what other people. Others may see you as rigid, controlling, stubborn, opinionated, <laughs> system bound, unimaginative, judgmental, bossy, <laughs> controlling, uptight, predictable. Yes. I get called the mean girl a lot. It's not that I'm mean. You just have to follow the rules. You just have RBF. Yeah. <laughs> just follow the rules and you'll be fine. So do you agree with the what you see yourself as? See myself, yeah. Stable, okay. secure, dependable, efficient, realistic, yep. Executive type. Wearing that gold <laughs> pants planner, Good at sorting, organized, punctual, goal-oriented, seeks closure, yes. Punctual. I say if you're if you're not five minutes early, you're late. <laughs> That's what I tell my staff all the time. Like if you're supposed to be here at eight, you need to be here at five minutes to eight, so you have time to put your lunch away and go to the bathroom and do whatever you need to do before we start work. Did you ever have anyone working under you that was like me? Yes, a lot, and it was always like every day. Like, what are you doing? Whatever work, the fuck I want, that's what eight. I'm doing. You don't spend 15 minutes talking to your friend about what you did on the weekend. Part of work <laughs> is talking to your people. Not it's when communicating. you're supposed to be working. On your break, sure, do whatever you want. See, now my job really hinges on talking to people because yes, I have to keep the customers happy. Like you don't work for anybody but yourself. Oh, yeah. So here's the blues attributes. <laughs> Get ready for this because it's me. <laughs> Contracts and relates well to others, makes a favorable impression, creates a motivational environment. That's so true. Good group or team participant. That should really be leader. Mm -hmm. Mediator. Exactly. Not a participant. <laughs> no, I, I'm the leader, team. bitch. Yes. You just said. I thought you'd be in more of a role because you, you kind of like to be bossy like me, too. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That's Since, also a Leo thing, too. Just a little. <laughs> Just a little. Sensitive to the needs of others, encourage others, imaginative, animated, engaging, enthusiastic, persuasive, very fucking persuasive. Mm -hmm. People-oriented, stimulating, optimistic, appreciates harmony, empathetic, inspirational, expressive, and growth-oriented. And this is what Robin thinks of me. I mean, <laughs> how others think of me. Overly emotional, bleeding heart, mushy, hopelessly naive, easily duped. Pushover talks too much. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think that you're a pushover. No, I definitely you're not. not mushy in any way. So I mean, not yeah, not like that. No. But you do are you are overly emotional. Yeah, I know. <laughs> too touchy feely, too nice, yeah. too trusting. Which unfortunately, mm -hmm. I do have those smothering. No, not really, not anymore. Stuck no. in, lives in the past. Mm. Yeah, groveling. Fuck no. No. Fawning. Nope. Soft. Very soft. And yeah. you see yourself as warm, compassionate, romantic, idealistic, spiritual, willing to work tirelessly for a cause, tirelessly for a cause, unselfish, empathetic, affirming, caretaker, promoting growth, well-being, relates current experiences to past experiences, likes to please people, sympathetic, great communicator, wants harmony, and trusting. Too fucking trusting. Mm -hmm. Like the other side said. Yeah. So if you, so this is how we. So it's for work. So this is like if people in your group or your team are certain colors, this is how you could talk. You got to approach them. How to approach people. So it's like how to speak to somebody. So like when I would speak to you, if I don't get my point across to you or whatever, I would need to relate to what you're saying and feelings, which is what I hate to do. <laughs> Good thing I don't make you do that. No, not anymore. <laughs> 
avoid um put their needs ahead of the procedures like yeah that's mm -hmm. hard for me to do um be honest be genuine refrain from relying on facts to make your point leave room for questions because i always got a question bitch. always got a Don't question tell me you were the always the person that had the last question at school no 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 well thank god but at work everybody hates those people no. that have one more question yeah no but at work i will question everything if ask I ask them how they feel about the issue Talk about results in terms of their effects on others. Remind them of how they're important, what they're doing. Oh, yeah. You better fucking tell me what <laughs> I'm awesome. Recognize their creativity. Mm -hmm. Talk mm -hmm. about the importance of the enthusiasm and company spirit. <laughs> <laughs> but this is how you speak. You love to talk. You like to be honest and direct. Talk about how you feel and feelings. You take time to listen. You voice your appreciation to others. You avoid issues that might end up in conflict. Yeah, you do. Oh, I fucking hate Be, conflict. You're expressive and outgoing. Ramble and get off the subject. <laughs> <laughs> Willing to talk about everything and everything. No filter. Prefer dealing with people rather than facts. Hell yeah. Sympathetic. You pay attention to nonverbal communication. Too much. Personalize the situation and try to be helpful. Concern yourself with how and what you say will affect others. Always. This is how I mean. <laughs> Use clear and precise language or directions. Cut the small talk and get to the point. Reach conclusions and make up your mind quickly. Want to get things done and <clears throat> not get sidetracked. Want to keep the conversation in order. Want to follow a plan or an agenda. Establish guidelines or goals for follow-up. These are all me. Focus on what needs to be done. Talk about the responsibilities for everybody. So this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do. I'm good at that. I can't wait to see how we're supposed to talk, talk to you. Focus on how efficient things are. Concert how smooth things are going. Want to know the history. Of so. so you should use clear and precise language. Give straightforward directions. Get right to the point. Use references to past and tradition. Be honest. Not get sidetracked. Keep the conversation in order. Follow the plan. Talk about actual accomplishments. Show sincere appreciation for the things they do. Focus on things that need to be done. Basically. So pretty much talk about responsibilities. Remind them how important they are, what they're doing is for the overall good of the organization. Tell them the they are an integral part of the work. Talk about how they can keep things going. Yeah, this is totally me. I mean, Isn't this so funny? It, it is. That it's perfect. Yeah. So, um, like, it just depends on how you add up your score, what you answer the questions, the other questions. See. But some people are closer to, like, two things, two right. colors, and some people are, like, way off two colors. I remember when I did this for work, I had the highest score in the gold category, and then all my old coworkers made fun of me for that. Like, oh, there's Robin. They always call me a goody choose choose anyway, which was so annoying because I was like, you know, and my boss was always like, well, if Robin can do such and such, why can't you do? And then they would be like, you little shit, you're making everybody look bad they around made you. An example. And I was like, you're making yourself look bad. I'm not doing it. 
I mean, and you know what? And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. No one person makes people. But then like I was that. like, there she is, born with a gold star on her head, and I'm like, you must have worked with a lot of caddy bitches. I did. I did. That's a shame. It was very clicky, which was fine. I didn't care because they're putting me down just made me work harder, right? To make them look even worse. <laughs> I did. I was like. If the minimum is 25 files a day, which that was the minimum, well, I'm not doing the minimum. I'm going to do the maximum. And what would you usually do? I'd do 100. And they would barely get 25 done because as soon as they were done with their 25, they would just fool around all day and play solitaire and do whatever. Okay, so if that was me, I would not do 25. Yeah, I would do a hundred like an hour. I'd probably do like I don't know fifty just to be well, right. I would be like, what did I do quote. yesterday? Okay, I did ninety five. Well, if I did ninety five yesterday and I still had twenty minutes left over at the end of the day to do nothing, that means I can do a hundred because that twenty minutes was wasted. So what did that do for you to do the hundred? It gave me a ninety nine on my review. Every time. I asked my boss that, and he said, no one could get 100. And I said, well, then what the heck am I working so hard for if I can't get 100? And what did he do? He'd be like, well, 99 is really great. No one else here gets a 99. (laughs) I'm like. So basically, yeah, there was no review to do for you. It was like, (laughs) here's the highest one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I would always ask every year, how can I get 100? And he would always say, you can't get 100. If I give people 100, it's suspicious. Like, if you give people 99, it's suspicious. So what is he thinking? (laughs) That people are going to think you're fucking the boss? No, I don't think so. But, I mean, it was obvious. It wasn't like anybody knew I wasn't doing 100. Like, I made it pretty clear that I was doing 100. And they would always smoke. Like, I wouldn't smoke. So they'd always be out smoking and I, they're like, we're going to go out and smoke. Just check the phones. And I'd say, okay, I'm, they'll be like, we're out, we'll be out smoking if you need us. And I said, I'll be in here working. <laughs> That's what I'd say every time, <laughs> you know, like, well, I'll be in here working. Enjoy. And they go for like 10 cigarettes breaks a day. You know, of course they can't get, only can get 25 miles done because it takes so 30 minutes. For your you. boss didn't say anything about the fact that there was such a large margin between they you and always, else. always, but there was no consequences. Ah, so. So what's the difference? Probably 99% yeah. of those people still work there now doing <laughs> well, 25 miles. No, they all, all left. Oh, okay. One died, two died, and one got fired, two retired. That's everybody. I think there's still one girl that still works there. Doing 26 fast. No, she would be like me. Oh, we yeah. would always compete with each other. We'd be like, I'm at 50. And she'd be like, I'm at 52. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and my files weren't bad. I mean, they were perfect. You know, because like, well, you can't do that many. You must have all these mistakes. And they'd never find any mistakes. Or if they did, they would just be like, oh, my God, you forgot something. I'm like, oh, my God, shut up. Because you forgot. I couldn't have worked You did 25 files and I found 80 mistakes. You know. I did 100 files and you found one mistake. You know. I would have probably beat some of those bitches up, man. (laughs) I I don't know. I I don't work there anymore, obviously. And it's been a while since I did work in that. Like four years ago. And I worked there a long time, like 12 years. Then you needed an adventure (laughs) called Tennessee. 
that is my work style. I mean, and you know my work style. Yes. See, believe it or not, we I used had, to work together. Yeah, I was more. She, you know <laughs> you what? Just let me do my thing. Yeah, she did not like the way I worked, and that's fine. But you know what? I was entertaining. Yeah, you were, fine. and I was very dependable. Yeah, and I always led the team. Yeah, in a in a way. Always, yeah, I mean, yeah, I did what that mean. place needed. Yeah, but I didn't have what you had as far as the organization. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't have that. I have when I go into a job. It's more to help the people in there than it is actually do the job. And that's just how my life has always gone. So I know what I got to do. I got to move up to the top so no one is very is over me or close to being over me. And then I got to run the show because that's what I do. And then I awesome myself right out of a job. As Nick says, you're just about to awesome yourself out of this job because you get to that point and then you get too much responsibility and then you're like, I don't want this much responsibility. Well, that didn't happen to us. What happened was... Well, our boss was crazy. She was crazy, <laughs> and she was like... But that happened at my last two, my last job. I did so much that it just made me have a breakdown because I just took too much responsibility. Right. And then I moved to the same type of job, just at a different location. And that was the same situation where I was just like putting myself so much into it that I just was like, I'm exhausted from doing it. And I thought that's it what happens. I did. And I was like, when I leave this job, I'm going to find something different. And I didn't, I found the same thing, which I, and then I realized I didn't want the same thing right. anymore. Well, yeah. But it I mean, took me going to the same job at a different location to realize that. That happened to me <laughs> and too. And working at a whole year there and just be like, this is not what I want. I think I lasted three yeah. months at the new place when I worked mm-hmm. at kinder care for four years. Loved mm-hmm. it. Loved my coworkers. It was hard and I had a hard time there. Then I went to Ohio and tried to work there. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm out. So, Cause I couldn't be the lead teacher and that wasn't flying with me. Yeah. I had to be a co-teacher and I was yeah. like, Oh hell no, bitch. <laughs> uh-uh, I can't. She was nice, but no. Yeah. You can't. You gotta be. The I couldn't teacher. be the floor, the table washer yeah. while she was oh, doing anyways. circle time. That's us. That's our personalities, yeah. and that's what we. And before we go, I gotta say, Jen, I really mean it. You come down here, I'm gonna make you some biscuits and gravy. <laughs> she poor thing. She's, you know, she's gonna. I said, I hope your road trip consists of Tennessee, because she said the one she made a list of her um, places she wants to go when she's mm-hmm. done with her whole thingy surgery. And this is our musician that plays on the, and one of our listeners that plays our music for us, um, Jennifer. She has well some now that I'm jaw gonna- surgery. Make yeah. that the biscuits ravey. She's yeah. for sure coming. She will come. I know. But we'll take care of her. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We got All you. Right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.